Hey everybody, Mark here. Please stick around at the end to hear a special promo for season two of one of my favorite podcasts, Spiel Chicago, hosted by Smyra Yon. Uh, it shines a light on the progressive and thoughtful work of women and genderqueer artists in Chicago theater, and it's pretty fucking awesome, so stick around. This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite movie, Planes! Hello, and welcome to a very, very, very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm John Very Special Boy Rooney. (laughs) Well, at least you're no longer sick, boys. That's good. (laughs) Uh, This week... I got slightly better. (laughs) Uh, I am Cognac VS. (laughs) But not quite VSOP. Whoa, there's room for improvement here, you guys. Okay. (laughs) So this week, uh, uh, in advance of next week's episode, where we'll be talking about the... Shit, no, I thought of a better one. OP, yeah. Nerf now. God damn it, John. So next week. <laughs> so next week. We're talking about the. Wait, guys. I think I had it better the first time. <laughs> so next week, we'll be talking about the regrettable Wesley Snipes action. We haven't action seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say it's regrettable. I've seen it before. I own the movie. I mean, I saw and, it and way wait, back listen, when. Listen, I own this movie. I've seen it before. When we watch it next week, now you'll know why I'm so upset. Because I realized halfway through talking that I owned this movie. And I have to take it home with me. It's going to live with me for the rest of my life. Now you're probably saying, Mark, you could throw that DVD away. Mark, you can no, throw that DVD I away. I cannot, Mark. John, you can take that DVD to like GameStop and get like 25 cents. John, uh, Patrick, I don't even know who I'm talking to anymore. I can't take it to a GameStop. They don't take movies, dumb-dumb. Well, yeah, the, 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 the exchange. That's where I take all my shit movies. Yeah, they won't take it because that's where I bought it from. <laughs> Still and I don't have it. a case for it anymore. I threw it away. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, the reason that I'm interrupting the intro so many times is that I'm just trying to prolong the pre-Passenger 57 world oh, sure, that we all yeah. live in. Uh, so this this week, uh, because next week we'll be talking about a movie, What Got a Plane in It, we're going to be talking about our favorite movie, Planes. You know, Planes. <laughs> They're those planes of the planes world. Yeah, they're in the sky. You see they're the things the that were like, hey, Bernoulli, fuck you. <laughs> and decided to soar above man uh, from the Wright brothers at Kitty Hawk <laughs> to um, Soul Plane. The aviation and film has a wide and varied history. There was a spruce goose and everything. What a noble introduction. Yeah, I do what I can. Uh, this is going to be for Ken Burns' movie plane back <laughs> they're going to put on to the PBS. Uh, John, let's start with you. What is your favorite movie plane? My favorite movie plane? It has the most personality, I think, of any plane from the classic era of planery. Oh, is it the Great Plains? <laughs> yes. oh! It is one of the. If there was yeah, a mount, no, it's in uh, Dances with Wolves. Yeah. I've if there was, one. if there was a Mount Rushmore of planes, this would be <laughs> one of the faces carved onto it. God damn it, John! Airwolf is a TV show. God damn it! All right. <laughs> also, gonna, a helicopter. Well, <laughs> then I guess. Awesome one. Yeah. I guess I'm going to change my answer to the plane from North by Northwest. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, because not only is it a great plane, uh, it comes out of nowhere, out of fucking nowhere. 
uh, cornfield where our main character is stranded on the side of the road. Uh, and his day, his comedy of errors, has escalated. Uh, it's He's uh, an old ad man, and he accidentally raises his hand to the wrong name at, like, a hotel bar. So now a bunch of spies think that he's a double agent and are trying to kill him. So he has been just tumbling through this adventure from misfortune to misfortune, escalating stakes to the point where now he is stranded in a cornfield, and what should show up but, of course, a goddamn plane, which flies out of the sky and starts taking shots at him. (laughs) Then when it's out of ammo, it tries to run him down from the sky. (laughs) What kind of plane is it? Uh, it's, a, it's got a spinny thing on it. There we go. Great. <laughs> I like the front part, not the top part. Got it. All right. <laughs> it's, 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 not like, it's not like one of those beanies from like from an old cartoon. Well, like I guess it kind of is, but it's like on the face of the plane and not on top of the head of the plane. Got it. Right. Okay. Anyway, t- <laughs> tune into my new movie, Head of the Plane. <laughs> Starring Billy Connolly. (laughs) It's the sequel to Head of the Class. Uh, Patrick, favorite movie plane? Uh, I'm gonna go... I mean, it's a standard, like, 737, 747 plane in the opening sequence for the Twilight Zone movie. Patrick, please stop shilling for Boeing. (laughs) I mean, it's standard size. Stop shilling for Boeing. Kind of... Wanted you to get him from that other company with the L. Lockheed! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Yeah! I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm confused, Patrick. Are you yelling at Mark or the Twilight Zone movie? (laughs) No, I was yelling at myself for remembering the company I paid here to work for. (laughs) Although, really, you should yell at the Twilight Zone movie. It begins with Dan Aykroyd turning into a weird monster person. It (laughs) does, and that is actually kind of great, though. I mean, come on, Dan Aykroyd turns into a weird monster person. And you're not nearly as upset by Dan Aykroyd's presence in things, because it's still like the late 80s. That's true. You gotta gotta give it that. It's not nearly as weird as it gets later. All right, so you're. But anyway, but anyway, and it has a gremlin. This plane comes with a gremlin that eats its engines. (laughs) And rips Guys, out wires and shit. This this gremlin comes comes standard with all <laughs> standard, planes. Standard. Fly Lockheed. It comes with a gremlin. The, the, the gremlin was like the true coat of yeah. the plane world. Yeah, don't right. try and sell you on the gremlin. It doesn't really do anything. <laughs> In fact, it kind of makes it worse. <laughs> it drives John Lithgow slowly insane or quickly, depending on the length of the flight. I uh, know that was just life. Nah, man. It was the gremlin. <laughs> Later, after 30 rockets, life. Okay. <laughs> People, keep your chronology together. <laughs> so so let me just get this straight. Yeah. You like this plane. Because. Because it comes with a gremlin. With a gremlin. But it's not. Name me another plane that comes with a gremlin. The plane from the episode of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah. Starring. The one that gets William Shatner slowly crazy on a plane. Or. Or all those World War also II planes. Also a Lockheed that... brand gremlin plane. <laughs> also all those all those uh, uh, World War II planes and all those Bugs Bunny propaganda shorts. <laughs> Where he would hit the ground, but before so, just hold up a sign that says, Buy War Bonds. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were important, John. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Gremlins. So, gremlins. But now, now, just to be clear, yeah. these are not the gremlins from the movie Gremlins. No, they're those also... Those are not gremlins. Those are Mogwai. Why? Right, because the, the, the real gremlin is They're nearby. called gremlins in the movie. 
They're called mogwai in the movie. No, mogwai are the cute furry things. When they get wet, they multiply. When they eat after midnight, they transform into gremlins. Oh, yeah, you're right. Don't you ever, <laughs> ever presume to stump me on gremlins trivia. You're right. I Ladies forgot myself. Gentlemen. I am the grim master. <laughs> Said so in his doctoral thesis. That's right. Gremlins and me by Mark Rosenthal. My, 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 my grim, Grimmies my, and me. My, my gremlins based doctoral thesis. Gremlins 2 better than gremlins 1. <laughs> Come at me, bro. <laughs> no, Gremlins 2 is inarguably better than Gremlins Absolutely. 1. I am 100% on board. John, we are friends again. I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. Oh, my God. Movies, so you, I don't fucking know. Well, it's got, you are garbage. <laughs> it's got great sight gags. It's got amazing soundtrack. And it's got garbage human Hulk Hogan. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. It is a movie. It is the closest thing we'll ever get to a real live action Looney Tunes film. It's so good. <laughs> it's well, that was Joe Dante, right? Damn right. And it's the it's the only movie really of Joe Dante's career. He was given one hundred percent complete creative control <laughs> over the film, and it shows. It's great. Anyways, moving on. Mark, your favorite movie playing? Uh, I'm going with a classic. Uh, something from uh, 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 sort of in between your two films. I'm going with the flying wing from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. Yeah. First of all, it's just a cool-looking plane. I mean, Because it it's one big-ass wing. Right. With a bunch of engines on it and a big ball for the sitting at the front to drive it. Yeah, it's like a B-wing. Right. It's got all these big propellers. And this plane, well, it does not come with the gremlin. And that is very sad. It does come with the sweatiest bald German man ever. <laughs> I was going to say, it comes with one big greased up Nazi. And he is always ready for a fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got his little grease hut that he sits in, just wiping himself down with grease <laughs> until the time comes when a guy in a fedora might show up what he could fight. Now, I know what you're thinking, Mark. You didn't say KY muscle grease. You just said grease. Well, that's because KY muscle grease didn't exist at the time in the late 30s, early 40s. Also, KY would have never supplied the Axis. That's right. True. Uh, yeah, KY was... It was actually Hugo Boss muscle grease. <laughs> right. Yeah, the uh, KY, if I remember correctly, was a byproduct of the Apollo missions. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. It's like it was KY muscle grease and Tang. <laughs> The only two useful things to come out of those dumb yeah. space missions. No, I don't know. Didn't we get some good sunglasses out of it or something? Aren't blue blockers just like NASA? Uh, uh, you're thinking Oakleys. Same thing. And they came out of the 90s. They oh, okay. did come out of the 90s, Oakleys. I had a pair of Folkleys. Everybody had a pair of Oakleys. Yeah. I had a pair of yellow Folkleys because they were my Cyclops glasses. Also, <laughs> what I could shoot some bad mutants with. Ooh, did they have that. red lenses? No. They didn't have ruby quartz lenses? They did not have Ooh. ruby quartz lenses. Then you are garbage. Yeah. I had to make pretend with my thoughts. No, wow. Because friends were scary. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, The Flying Wing is my favorite movie plane because even before it takes off, its propellers are going full motion and it just spins in a circle. 
and it chops up big sweaty bald guys and it's yeah. great. I do love that it has to when it lands or takes off it has to spin in a circle three times like a puppy getting comfy on a mm-hmm. couch. Or like one of those like wild and crazy kids from Nickelodeon where you have to like put your head on a baseball bat and, and spin chop up and Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> it's a little bit like <laughs> chop up Nazis. You don't remember that episode <laughs> yeah. of Wild and Crazy Kids? Uh, no if shade supports these kids got some Nazi guts. <laughs> yeah don't you remember that episode of Guts where when you got to the top of the aggro crag you couldn't you couldn't look at it because the light would melt your face <laughs> or that episode of Legends of the Hidden Temple where you went in there and when the silver monkeys stole Olmec a giant boulder ran them over man I, I or the still... prequel to Inglorious Bastards with donkey lips from Salute Your Shorts <laughs> I don't think you guys fully appreciate how angry I still am at every kid from Legend of the Hidden Temple that could not get the pieces of the statue right in the last <laughs> room it goes base middle head how many kids put base head oh, i don't understand why the middle doesn't fit <laughs> you idiots you fools you blow it up you sons of bitches <laughs> Oh, man, if you think this is crazy, wait till next week (laughs) when we're all defeated by Passenger 57. When the life is taken from us. We We will rant angrily. Depending depending on how much work I choose to do, there might be be ten minutes at the top where we just talk about some ice cream place called Friendlies that I've never heard of. God damn it, Mark, we haven't done the episode yet. But also, let's go see if we can find a suitable replacement for a Slimer Sunday. Ooh. I still, you still haven't explained what is on a Slimer Sunday. All right, it is soft serve ice cream with green goo. (laughs) What? Green Green goo. goo. It's a surge flavored ice cream. (laughs) Okay. All right, well, now I know. Don't think it's weird next week when I don't know. Don't we have peered into the eyes of the Shoggoth and have seen glimpses of the future? I have stood at the mouth of madness. I have seen the color without shape. (laughs) (laughs) And it has driven me beyond madness. I have stood at the mouth of madness and said, uh, you should get those fillings checked out. (laughs) I don't know what fly-by-night rookery you went to. (laughs) Rookery? Rookery? <laughs> Where they <Yeah>. keep ravens? <laughs> and they only move in straight lines. Exactly. Why would they be doing dental work there? <laughs> Are they teaching ravens to do dentistry now? Yes, because once the ravens have conquered the teeth, they have conquered the world. <laughs> Don't you see, man? I have read the art of war. <laughs> Any honorable mention movie planes? Uh, oh, yeah, Snoopy's doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> he battles the Red Baron all the time in that thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God damn it. I mean, I was going to say Air Force One, but that seems like a step down at this point. Yeah, because it's not, it's not a flying hunk of wood. Powered, I mean, 
powered by a tiny yellow bird, I assume. If you really, if you really, guys, if you really break it down, isn't every plane just a tiny piece of wood powered by a tiny yellow bird? I don't think that's true, but I can't disprove it. <laughs> Science has yet to prove what keeps an airplane up in the air. Oh, no. uh, I don't. I can't. Um, the airplane from Airplane, I guess. Oh, that's a great movie. That's a really funny movie. The plane doesn't do a whole lot. It's just kind of a regular plane. <laughs> to be fair, most movies with planes just feature kind of regular planes. Yeah. I don't know, the, uh, the plane from Doctor Strange Love is like a, a set unto itself. It's a B-52. And the Blackbird from the X-Men does things that no Blackbird has ever done. Yeah, like fly for extended periods of time. <laughs> like take its broken... Vertical w- takeoff? Yeah, it takes its broken wings and learns to fly again, learns to be so free. <laughs> Mr. Mr. (laughs) I gotta tell you something. It's confession time. Guys, guys, this Johnny hates jazz. Am I right? Oh, Oh, you just gave me shattered dreams all over the place. Guys, (laughs) this is madness. I don't even know. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. If you tuned in to listen to three grown men lose their fucking minds, then I guess I'm John Rooney. This is the end. <laughs> My only friend. Of our innocence. Wait, no! <laughs> what? I went off this You the went end. doors, and then you went Don Henley. Yeah. I can't think of two more diametrically opposed But things. they both start with D. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're in the same cabinet in the Library of right, Congress, right. which is shrunk down and kept in the Epoch Center. <laughs> that joke will not make sense in the next episode either. But Don't it will, worry. But it will be there, probably. <laughs> Who knows? God damn it. Anyway, Blue Apron, if you want to sponsor this <laughs> podcast, just send a, uh, a sack of money with a dollar sign to... BuddyCountsAndBeers.com We don't have our own website, John! I want to take this time to thank the fine folks at Lockheed Martin. Keep keep keeping this country safe. KY Muscle Grease, you know what you fucking did. (laughs) Oh, guys. Guys. Yeah? We're done. Okay. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, pretty much anywhere five podcasts are purveyed. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast. Like us on Facebook or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com. And now, as promised, a special promo for Season 2 of Spiel Chicago. Coming up on Season 2 of Spiel Chicago, a conversation with some of the city's young transgender actors about their trans experience. You know, for me, transitioning wasn't transitioning from one gender to the other gender. It was transitioning to myself. I thought that I had to hate my body in order to be trans. And that's not the case about auditioning as a non-binary person. If you go into an audition, if it's with someone you don't know, how are they going to respond to this? About the intersection of being transgender and being an actor. I feel so much of this business is like, be yourself, be yourself, but like, how can I be myself when I don't feel like there's a space that's been carved out? I finally accepted that I wanted to transition, and I thought that that also meant accepting that I was going to be completely uncastable for about a year and a half. 
about what compels them as artists. I knew that I was an actor before I realized that I had a race or a gender. We also talk about activism and the kinds of changes they'd like to see in the Chicago theater scene. Stop doing so much Shakespeare. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. No. I love Shakespeare. And the first time that I played a role as my gender, it was in a Shakespeare play. My middle I, name is I, from I, Shakespeare. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, okay. I'm just, I, I feel you though. I feel you. I can respect. I'm kidding, I'm I disagree, kidding, but I respect. Yeah, this ahead. is where I disagree within the trans community. You can hear the rest of this episode with special guest host Avi Roquet, as well as dozens of other inspiring interviews with Chicago theater artists by subscribing to Spiel Chicago on iTunes. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. See you at the theater.